Hey, my people, I'm so glad that we're back with another episode, and this episode is really special to me. I invited one of my oldest friends to the studio, Giovanni Leon Perez, and he opened up a little bit about some things that I didn't expect him to, uh, from him being Mexican-American and his family not having uh, certain documentation and government assistance being a limited option for them along with mental health, being creative, finding his creativity and finding his space um, in the best way possible during everything that the pandemic has brought upon us. I really, really, really am excited about this conversation and we had a great time. Um, and I hope you guys can find some peace, some encouragement, some input, something from this conversation. So here's what Giovanni Leon Perez had to say when we sat down recently in my studio. Hey, welcome back. This is Thoughts Under the Hat. I'm Tony, your host. I'm sorry it's been so long since we've had a podcast, but we've been uh, dealing with the interesting, all-consuming COVID-19. Now, fear not, we might have a little bit of ambient noise here in the studio this afternoon because I have my new baby birds. They're two parakeets, Sky and Skylar. And right now, it's dark in Columbus, Georgia. It's nighttime, and they're thinking that it's, uh, it's bedtime, hopefully, but they hear voices, so they'll be up for a while. But in the studio, I have one of my oldest friends, well, frenemy, and then friend again, and then frenemy, and then friend again. Um, Giovanni Leon Perez Bueno, this is what I say his name that long, he's probably going to go by two titles now um, he's obviously a creative in this community I have a lot of creatives on here to make sure as you guys know, that we're doing well mentally, that we're able to create in an atmosphere that's sound and that we're able to just be okay, be good because we all want to be good um, and Joe has known me for a long time I've known him for a long time but we're all experiencing a different time uh, together right now. So, um, Joe, I'm going to let you introduce yourself to the people. That was such a beautiful title. <laughs> Thank you. Such a beautiful title. Um, so, my name is Giovanni. I go by Giovanni Leon Perez, but mostly everybody knows me as Vani. Um, my Instagram name is at Vani Joe, V-A-N-I-J-H-O. For the Ooh, people that plug. didn't know... Uh, it's actually the first three letters of my first name put um, behind the last four letters. Ah, I didn't know that. It's pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, Tony asked me to be on this uh, podcast, and I said, of course, because who wouldn't want to help a friend out? Oh, see, look at that. See, we'd be so fake on here. I'm just kidding, y'all. That's, that's genuine. So I want to jump straight in because I know that we've been doing going through and doing a lot, and that's two different things. Going through a lot with the sense of the wake of racial injustice, the wake of mm -hmm. protests, Black Lives Matter, mm -hmm. politics in general, global um, <laughs> pandemics, uh, global destruction, global disasters, mm -hmm. and then also trying to build a creative portfolio. Stay active, be out there, show people we have cool things going on, mm -hmm. 
and that we've been creating in the midst of everything. Um, and I know that that looks different for everybody. So we're going to title this one, um, I think I called it <sighs> Self-Care While Social Distancing. So that's what I have here, um, which is really, really good. Um, and I can go off of a title all the time. I just need that to keep me in my parameters. So what does that look like for you? Like mentally keeping yourself sane and on a certain regiment or schedule in a sense of your creativity. Like what, what is it that you do? I know you do film and, and you do videography really, really well, I may add. Um, so how does, how does the, uh, the pandemic itself affect your work schedule and your creative life right now? Oh my God. Let me tell you, mentally, I was not prepared for any of this. No one. No one was. Um, last year, I actually worked at a summer camp and it was very, just so much fun, so much fun. I was a photographer there for the whole summer. And I said, you know what, let me back away from that this, this summer, which is, um, which, which was this year. And I told myself, let me actually branch out, get myself into some film sets, go into a little bit of like professional photography, get myself, you know, a little deeper into my field. Um, and let's see where that takes me. This whole pandemic started and I just, it took a toll on me. Honestly, I did not know where I was going to go. I did not know if I was going to keep this business up. I did not know if I even had enough clientele to even keep myself afloat. And everything just went downhill, honestly, from from the start of not being able to go to school to not having any clients at all. And, well, honestly, just trying to get myself afloat was, was probably the hardest part. I fell into a little bit of depression. Mm -hmm. And I did not want to create. I, I just didn't. There was, there was points where I looked at my profile. I looked at the work that I already had saved up. And I said, this, this just isn't good enough for what's going on right now. Nobody's going to pay attention to mm -hmm. it. Everything started piling up. We started getting ooh, the, the global pandemic and then everything from the killings to the, the, the social injustice. And it just, it just became something that Too much. I was... Yeah, it, yep. it just became something that I just said, let me put this behind me right now let me just focus on realistically my income like yep. how am I gonna make money how am I gonna actually stay afloat how am I gonna keep myself focused as well as trying to maintain you know the the, the family we have at home. yeah that makes sense that's real so what I'm hearing is that when everything began to happen it's like a rush everybody's like excited because all the friends that I've talked to, we've been pretty excited about this year. 2020 is a year of vision. 2020 is a year of clarity. 2020 is a year of prosperity, which I don't think it's lost that quality at all. I think it just came in a different form. But what I'm hearing from you is that there were so many things planned, so many things you're excited for, and the, the expectations were there, but the um, unexpected happened with the global pandemic, and it crushed a lot of your spirits for wanting to um, pursue any of those things, which is normal. I think all of us, hey, you came in the studio today and I said, let's just breathe and let's just, uh, let's do this thing because people need to hear these stories. Um, so what kind of, you know, when that happened to Joe, mm -hmm. what did you do in your time? Because I'm hearing that you did take time off of social media. Yeah. Did you, okay, so did. what did what were you doing in the time off? Well, we have a tire shop, so we stayed open as much as we could. Um, we and you know the the news they they told us oh you got to close you got to make sure everything's shut down like 
uh, for three months, for a month. Well, it started off as a month, right? It started off as a month, and then it just became three months, and then it's like, okay, how are we actually going to close? Like, yeah. I'm from Mexico. Mm-hmm. My family's from Mexico. Majority of us do not have papers. Mm-hmm. That right there is a problem. Yeah. We cannot receive any financial income from anywhere. Yeah. Nobody is real. Well, nobody. The government is really not going to care for us because, you know. Yeah. Where, where we were from and how we were brought here. So the thing that we had to do was work. That's, that's the thing. So what I had to put in the back burner was my own work, my, my yeah. own creative work. Your passion. Yeah, and work at our shop. Wow. And that was basically the three months for me. Now, of course, I, I was still working on some stuff mentally, not, not physically. I was still working on some stuff mentally and also as well on the computer. But it just it just never came back to me. Like my passion didn't rush through me during this whole yeah. pandemic. For for at least for the first two months. I just stayed quiet and stayed off of social media for a little bit. And that's just really how it went. Wow. So enable to hopefully get to a place where Joe was able to um get back at the, the train of like the role of getting back into his um I can't get my words out because that just kinda of floored me. Um his passion, he had to put that aside to help out with his dad because that's where the money maker is. That's where the consistency is. That's where the income is coming in from. Um, and a lot of you guys are probably thinking that same thing, like passion project, creative outlet versus income, steady, you know, bill payer, meat in the sandwich type of ordeal. And it's, it's a in-between thing. I've had a ton of friends in this moment that have had to put down their cameras and go and sign up and you know, put in some applications to some of the essential jobs that they've listed um, in this time frame. But, you know, it's just different. So, you know, wow, Joe. Um, in in your mind at that time frame, how did you get yourself out of that? Or are you still on a current, like, flow of... Because it's, it's, it's a back and forth yeah, thing. We're not yeah, out definitely. of the pandemic. Yeah. We've, we've hit a peak, people. Yeah. Um, and if you're not from Columbus, Georgia, and you're watching this, we just today at uh, 12 o'clock noon, um, finally, we're, our, our city is mandating the, uh, slightly, and with some red tape mandating the mask wearing. So we're excited about that, but we're behind. So and then, we're, and then the fee? The yeah. $50 fee 50, so we have. we have some enforcements, but if, you know, there's a lot of red tape around that. So mm-hmm. how do you, how are you doing with that now? Well... Before um, this whole thing started, I had some plans to go up to Atlanta to actually work on film sets. It worked in film sets mm-hmm. and actually work under the camera department and start working my way up there. And I think that's that's what kept me motivated. Honestly, it was really just knowing that I had a set plan mm-hmm. to go into Atlanta to move into the camera department and then to actually expand myself throughout this whole summer. I did not have any summer classes. I did not get myself involved into anything here in Columbus. I actually wanted to move myself up while I had the opportunity to because, of course, this is exactly what I wanted to get into is working on films. Yeah, no responsibility. So it's all open space to create and, you know, exactly do something. I feel that. So uh, I don't know where my little sticky note. There it is. Um, so if you guys are joining us, we're talking about mental clarity, we're talking about creative adventures, things that have been put on hold and the 
the wake of the global pandemic that is COVID-19. Um, and I'm, I'm talking to my friend Giovanni Perez. Um, and I'm going to back up a little bit because I want people to know who you are so they have a little bit of um, reference to uh, kind of draw back from. And they can draw some similarities if they're watching it or listening to this. They can kind of see themselves a little bit deeper in, mm-hmm. in your story. So, like, where are you from? What do you do, you know, specifically? Mm-hmm. I know I know you, but let them know you. So, I was actually born in Mexico and I was brought here to the United States at the age of two. Oh. I was brought to Columbus, actually, and I stayed here all my life so through elementary school middle school and high school I lived here and honestly when it came down to knowing what I wanted to do or how I got involved into what I'm doing now who that was that was a that was a blank for me I did not know what I wanted to do all throughout my life and it wasn't until I actually got to do a project in a language arts class that actually made me want to get into photography, made me want to get into film. And I remember this so clearly because there was a there was there was a point where we had the option to choose what we wanted to do to present a product in this class. And everybody chose paperboards, um, everybody chose, you know, word documents, PowerPoints to present this product. And I was like, no, like, let's actually make a visual. Like, let's create something nice. Let's yeah. do something cool. And from then, I was like, yo, this is this is great. Yeah. This, this is amazing. Like, I like the idea of storytelling. The idea of knowing that you could put something out there and it tells so much more than what you think you're telling. Like, it is the idea of storytelling and making people think. I think that's... That to me is probably the best feeling when it comes down to art and seeing art. Yeah, it's transformative. It's uh, art is all those things. Like it's it's a it's a story. I've always been told that the the premise of your artistry needs to be telling a good story. How you get there, how you do it, how you execute it is all up to you. But the basis of it, the idea of doing anything creative, the storyline has to be together. You have to draw me in with your your passion for the mm-hmm. story itself you have to draw me in by the way you you tell it to me mm-hmm. um it's everything um mm. so i you know so i thought hearing from your story um would add a little bit of context to this in mm-hmm. general um so where so where are you now in your artistry have you found yourself a little bit more because you talked about you know all through your life not knowing your placement do you feel co- more comfortable now than you ever have or do you have a little bit of skepticism about it um in current day I'm getting there okay I'm getting there definitely getting there I am involving myself more with film I started off with photography only to learn still images okay and to focus on knowing compositions knowing what angles knowing how to create that 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 picture Mm -hmm. that picture moves into motion images and then so forth you know just like that but at the end I want to work on on films i want to be a dp which is a director of photography Mm -hmm. which is the person right under the director he's literally eating pizza while we're talking oh i am i'm so sorry (laughs) just even looking at me i know (laughs) um dps are people that are under the directors and they are the vision they they are what the directors tell them to do and they are what you see on on the screen and to me that's i think that's what i really want to do 
For my Instagram though, I'm mainly a photographer, mm -hmm. and I don't really post myself. Like I don't post myself at all. You and won't find them. That is actually really true. Mm -hmm. Now you may find one or two pictures, and actually I do have Tony on there. Tony's on the oh gosh, it was like 2015, 2016. Somewhere I'm a in shadow. <laughs> I'm in the background. Somewhere, somewhere there uh, on my feed at the very bottom. If you guys go check it out. Tony is right there. Uh, we were in a tunnel, actually. Mm -hmm. That's a, what I was going to say. I yeah, was like, yeah. I'm never... I remember. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Um, but, um, well, speaking of your Instagram, he has something really cool. So I don't know if you guys are... I hope everyone who's listening to my podcast are tech savvy, or you might not You might not be listening to my podcast. Um, but if you are, you know that Instagram, a while back, they were t there were rumors about the possible change of people not being able to see their likes and their amounts of... Um, I guess it's the likes that were given... Um, kind of the way that we go and we go crazy trying to see if we meet we met a certain number I remember when I was in high school it was just getting a two-digit like if I could get ten likes I'm mm. I'm God yes. but, <laughs> you know so I, I know that uh, things have changed and now we've noticed that we're never satisfied I can get a hundred and I want 200 I can get 200 I want 300 and we didn't hear much about that but Giovanni's uh, page Speak about what happened to you. So, I don't know if it was because I got lucky or because I was just randomly chosen. But I woke up one day to me looking and scrolling through Instagram and not seeing any likes at all. It wow. would be one related person that I follow. Just the name. And then others. And I was so confused. I was so upset, mad, and... Kind of like, why is this happening to me? Like, uh, I want to see my likes. Yeah, I yeah. definitely want to see my likes as a photographer and as a person, as a creative in general. I think you would want to see how much attention you get, just so you base it off of. Okay, maybe I need to do better. Maybe I need to do worse. Maybe, maybe yeah. I need to like lower down my. What submissions. do I need to do? Yeah, it's what? Feedback. Yeah, yeah, feedback, of course. But wow, let me tell you, it it has changed my perspective so much that. I don't even care anymore. Yeah, I'm, wow. I'm not. I'm not even playing with you. I look at my feed. I look at my pictures. Occasionally, I would check on the likes. But when I post, I do not care at all. And let me tell you that that is that was so mentally draining. straight. Yeah, draining. Yeah. It, it was so mentally draining for me because I was like, man, I'm only getting a hundred likes. I want to get 300, yeah. 400. I want to get at least a thousand likes. Well, it's a constant um, fight to get the next best thing. It's life in general. We're never satisfied. Mm -hmm. And as creatives, we want to know that we're reaching the highest amount of people possible mm -hmm. every time we put mm -hmm. something out. Because, I mean, that's the goal for the most part, to reach, build connections, mm -hmm. do whatever across the, the board. But mm -hmm. in that same aspect, it's like, is a number really... Um, feeding our souls or feeding our creative uh, endeavors in the way that we want it to. Like we, we think, we condition ourselves to think that that number is adding to support, that number is adding to um, notoriety, that, that number is leading me to a bigger number that's going to take me off and put me in a film. You know, and it all very well could be, but I don't think that um, we're taking it the way that we should. Uh, I think it's conditioned behavior has kind of led a lot of us to basing ourselves solely off of a number mm -hmm. um and and it that goes beyond the walls of that number meaning anything else it's just a number and see that's where i feel like 
my own mental was being drained. Yeah. Because I knew that I wanted something else. I knew that I wanted to, to, to get other people's attention. But at the end of the day, as long as I felt that passion with my work, mm-hmm. I was I was happy with myself. Yeah. A month passed after this after the, the, the change on my profile and I would post and I would rarely even see how many yeah. likes I got. That's good. At some points, you know, Instagram has this 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 insight um, option to where you could see how many people liked, how many people shared, and how many people um, posted it around their story. But for me, it's like, wow, like this has now become a serious passion. Yeah. yeah, this has now become a norm to me. Not worrying too much about who I actually, you know, post this yeah. for, but more so is like this is what I like to do. Yeah, this is what i'm about and you guys are experiencing it yeah well i'm in this we're in the studio right now and uh there's a huge portrait to my left of me that's kind of staring me down by uh bo bartlett and i'll never forget when i first posed how excited i was for him to come in and uh paint everything and hang out and talk and be in the space with someone who you know a lot of people admire and i admired and just across the board and um we talked about the idea of creating things and how you know a lot of times people there's a disassociation with creating it and getting it out there but it's part of the process and he made me feel very good about posting so for people who are watching this we're not saying that you know it's a bad thing we're just saying that so much energy and attention put into that can become a bad thing and too much of anything can be a bad thing but Bo stated that you know even if it's not a gallery and it's Instagram Part of the process, the ending, the cap that screws everything together, the cherry on top is putting it out there. So it was mm-hmm. it was a realization for me because I before I considered myself a professional artist and before I kind of was in this seat that I'm in now, um, I would create artwork and it would just sit. And I never felt fulfilled. I felt okay. I didn't feel as good as I could have because I wasn't, you know, the type of artist hosting exhibitions and I wasn't submitting my work into exhibitions. It was just in the house. And I would create another piece, put all that energy into it, might even, you know, depending on the era at that time, because, you know, Instagram went always around. Um, but I would I would put certain things and teasers out there and fillers, and then it just did, you know, it wouldn't go anywhere. So once I realized, you know, there's freedom in getting it out there, that's it. But, you know, don't be consumed by the feedback, because, you know, opinions are opinions, and those numbers are numbers they don't represent your your quality of your work they don't represent the quality of your input your time your effort your energy you know that is an artist's you know decision you have to make that decision on whether or not it's even worth sharing and putting out there and if it is then it's everything it was meant to be and at the end of the day progress is progress yeah and if you want to post it post it you know show people hey i'm getting better yeah i'm i'm working i'm i'm actually putting forth my foot down to let everybody see what i'm working on now because in a few days in a few weeks in a few years i know that i'll get better yeah i'm not gonna take up all your time but i will i will want you to i think he just died a little bit it's okay it's covid no it was the bread it was the bread um so mentally, right now, what steps have you taken? And if you're looking at little Giovanni across the room or something, or you see yourself, you you know a person who's very close to your situation um, is listening, 
what would you tell them if they're in one of those pockets that you've spoken about? Because you've spoken about how you didn't really know who you were and trying to figure out your passion. You've spoken about the downward spiral and the depression, and you've spoken about so many facets of your life. So if there's someone who's in a different pocket of that, what would you say to them in this current state? Like, what would you have wished someone would have told you type of thing? I would have wished that somebody would have told me to keep going, Mm -hmm. to keep moving, to pursue that passion that you feel, that desire of creating, not necessarily creating, but, you know, doing what you love. Putting that forward over anything is going to bring you happiness, Mm -hmm. no matter what it is, no matter what you do. What I feel like I was lacking was a sense of hope. Yeah. And I needed that hope. And I know inside of me, as well as everybody should, that there's hope for you to get better, move better, and essentially make it to your goal. Yeah. Don't ever think that you'll never make it. Yes, maybe you might not be working on it today. Maybe you might not be working on it tomorrow. But if you put your foot down and say, I'm going to start on this today, then you could definitely get there and you will definitely achieve your dreams. That's really big. I love it. Last podcast, we had Austin Sargent here and a train came in the background because there's a train down the street and now it's like symbolic because as he said, the last thing, the train's here. But um, I love it. You guys have to fight for what you want in this life. I'm a very big advocate on keeping yourself up and keeping yourself put together on the inside because it's really easy to make it look that way on the outside. We've made an art of that itself. Um, But I always tell people in order order to do anything well, you have to be well. Um, And I just hope that all of us during the pandemic are grounding ourselves in our gifts and also grounding ourselves in um, our being and and becoming aware of us, what ticks us off, what pushes us forward, what pushes us down, what depresses us, and learning ourselves even more in this moment because we're forced to be alone in a quarantine era um, and learning what we want out of this life in general. Um, And once we learn that, we can grab a hold of that and mold it into whatever we want it to and go after it and uh, find that life is much better and bigger and broader outside of social media. It's a whole world out there. Um, so get out there, soak it up, drink it up, enjoy it, get drunk off of life because it's it's worth the time, it's worth uh, the experience. And uh, thank you, Joe, for coming and being on this podcast. Thank uh, you for having me. Of course, it's always a pleasure. Um, well, until next time, thanks for listening to these thoughts under the hat. This has been a great time. I'm going to let you say goodbye. Au revoir. Uh, whatever you want to say. I don't know French, but I want to say... Whatever it is. (laughs) I hope everybody has a wonderful day, morning, night, whatever it may be. You guys keep moving forward. And that's it for me. Bye y'all. Take this as an offering. If you like it, you can have it. If you hate it, you can leave it. And if you didn't understand it, well, listen to the next episode. Bye.